politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The Conservative Review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, fellow American patriots and scorned and forgotten taxpayers to the one and only CR podcast. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, back in the house here for Wednesday, March 24th, middle of a very busy week. It's like on weeks like this, where do you go? Do you talk about the border, the boulder terrorist, Muslim terrorist, radicalized by both Islam and the left, and their assault on guns? Do you talk about all this stuff going on in the state legislatures where Republicans are screwing us? Obviously, you got the South Dakota stuff, which is crazy. Crazy. The excuses that Governor Noem and her allies are giving that are actually worse than her veto of the bill itself. I mean, we have a man is a woman, stuff that Democrats didn't believe in until 10 minutes ago, that now Republicans are like, man, it's a radical and novel and cumbersome idea to even fight it, which is why the Overton window has shut on us for so many years. Then you have the Texas border wall bill that I'm trying to light a fire on. We have the mass mandates and how we need to fight it. So, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I am feeling a little bit, not just stressed, but sad that I didn't get this idea up, our Constitution Action Network, Liberty Strike Force teams, um, up until this year, and it, it takes a while. It takes a while to get team leaders and set up each state, and then the regions within most of the states. We're starting with a number of states. Again, I'm looking at... Texas, Florida, Ohio, North Dakota, which really should do South Dakota now, but Idaho, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, just to mention a few. Um, so if you are from some of those states and you want to be a team leader, you could email me, dharwitz at blazemedia.com. Make sure you sign up at conaction.network. Always send this show to your friends and relatives. Give it a five-star review on iTunes. Because, folks, this is about getting out the news. It's an information warfare. I've always said that what's worse than the bias of what the media does report is the obfuscation of what they censor and don't report and don't allow others to report. That's the real devastation. And today we're going to go in a little different direction with that. And talk about something we haven't spent much time on just because there's so many other issues. But the Hunter Biden scandal and the foreign collusion of this president being nothing but an agent of China. And how the media censored it and we don't even know. We're going to have the one of the producers of the upcoming show. Not show, but uh, film. My Son Hunter. Biopic of President Joe Biden's controversial and corrupt son, Hunter, brought to you by the same producers behind the Gosnell movie. They need money. They need help. They're they're filming it in the next couple months. So we're going to have them on in a few moments. But this is the point. I always defined a liberal as someone who knows everything that you guys, that we in this audience know, and still believe what they believe. There are people like that, not that many. And that's really what the left feasts off of. They feast off of ignorance. People know so much that isn't quite so. And if they did know what we know, you just look at the information on the, on the virus today. 
you literally see cases going down in every place that kind of took off the mask mandate. And 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 the and you know the CDC and the Fauci people are panicking. Oh, it's going up in some places. Do you know they're all in the Northeast and a couple of states near there. All of them have a strict mask mandate and lockdown. Because again, it's geographical. It's seasonal. You look at HHS breaks down the regional zones, and they have the same curves. They go up and down at the same times based on region. If people would only know that and only see that, it would completely nuke all of their preconceived premises. Same thing we talk about. If people would only know about the pharmaceutical therapeutics with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and zinc, which is why there's a complete blockade on Facebook against that. If they would only know, they wouldn't fear the virus. And my wife wanted to get an antibody test. She wanted to see if she had antibodies. You know, why not? So the phlebotomist asked her, hey, are you going to get the vaccine? And she's like, well, I mean, I, I can't understand getting it at my age, um, given the risk factors with the vaccine over the virus. And the guy was like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the same thing. You know, but my doctor told me it's either the vaccine or a ventilator. And I was thinking, like, this guy was middle-aged. He wasn't, he wasn't, that old and the doctor is sitting and telling him vaccine or ventilator that was, that was a very powerful statement that stuck out to me because that's really the summation of what the media has presented to people for 12 months vaccine or ventilator and then even with the vaccine you still have to do the crap now it's so not true not just the lie that we've been talking about that most people don't get to that stage and doesn't get that bad for most people and for the overwhelming majority of them, it's really not much of anything. But genuinely, there are people that get it seriously and the option is not vaccine or ventilator. There's prophylactic and early therapeutic treatments that people don't know about. It is shocking People would have a different worldview if they only knew, which is why censorship is the lead tactic in the communist armada against our civilization. Because if people would know this stuff, their lives could never get off the ground. That's why with the Boulder, Boulder shooter, they'll never talk about the fact that he was a Syrian refugee. You have a fundamental right to have a gun, you don't have a right to immigrate here. One could be shut off, the other one can't. What about assault refugees? People that bite the hand that feeds them. And by the way, this is a perfect example of someone coming here as a refugee and being radicalized in America. You can't vet people like that. By the way, you know, tying in Boulder and, and all this stuff, I thought to say, just an interesting concept. Gun control is just like the non-pharmaceutical interventions of COVID, lockdown and masks. They make everyone feel good at virtue signals, but they literally fail to stop a single person because they don't work. They'll get the gun no matter what. The virus is going to spread no matter what. But you know, to, to keep that metaphor, follow it through, do you know what does work? Locking up gun felons. It turns out this guy was a violent criminal. He beat, just clobbered someone. And I think he was in 12th grade, 
clobbered someone. I get he was 17 years old, but he was charged with third-degree assault, not first-degree, and um, got 48 hours of community service. He was known to the FBI, like always. Suddenly, the strong juggernaut of, of an FBI that cowardly goes after Trump supporters for nothing. Suddenly, they're impotent again. Every single one of these people are known wolves. You treat the virus. Same thing. You deter and punish the violent criminals. Conservatism is about attacking the problem. Liberalism and decivilization communism is about doing the moon dance, the rain dance, casting a wide net on broad civil liberties, and then not even addressing the issues. So gun control is to violence what masks and lockdowns are to coronavirus. And likewise, locking up the gun felons actually works. That is to violence what the early therapeutic interventions like ivermectin and zinc and hydroxychloroquine and curcetin and, and aspirin and all these cocktails, they work. So there's a lot on that. There's a lot to talk about with the courts. Jack Phillips of, of the Masterpiece Cakes in Colorado, Christian Baker, he's now being sued again by a tranny. And yet in a red state, we can't even fight back against the transgender agenda. So we have a lot of that going on. Tons of things to talk about. Different state legislatures I've been dealing with all day. I have an article out in Arkansas. We badly need these teams up. So again, sign up. It's going to take me time to put it together. But one way we could collaborate is if you guys join me in person at Front Sight Nevada. You go to constitutioncoach.com to sign up for Rick Green, America's constitutional coach, for your, the greatest defense, defensive handgun training you could find. We study the Constitution at night. We have lectures. We, we, we strategize during the day. We spend all day on the range there at Front Sight. I, I've, I'm actually shocked at how many of you are first-timers, don't really have a gun, or haven't really used it. Believe me, you will come out from the two-day and four-day classes. You could choose which one. I recommend the four-day if you have the time. You come out as a pro. They teach you malfunction clearing, proper draw and shoot. By the end, you'll be shooting you know, at, you know, un- under, easily under two seconds from the hip out of the holster, from five yards, seven yards, 10 yards, 15 yards, um, headshots. It is an amazing get-together of Patriots, members of this show, a couple other people as well from Patriot Academy. So now is the time, if you guys want to meet other people, form steering committees to help run our Constitution Action Network nationally at a state level, and if you want to meet yours truly, April 25th and May 30th are the next dates. They're actually having one next week, but it's already closed, that class. So you could sign up. It is 10% of the normal cost of training. So it's it's normally $1,000 for the two-day, $1,500 for the um, four-day. It's 90% off. So again, go to constitutioncoach.com. You can find out more of the details um, it's in Pahrump, Nevada, about an hour away from the Vegas airport. A lot of you are out there within driving distance anyway. 
Um, I got to fly in, but really looking forward to seeing you guys there again. ConstitutionCoach.com, today's sponsor. So there is a lot to talk about with the legislatures, a lot of action items I want to warn you about. But I did want to just mention one thing about South Dakota. So one of the excuses being given, and this really gets to me, for Christy Nome not to sign the bill, barring men in female sports, is the way it's written she's scared of lawsuits. And this is the problem we have. Even in the red states, even if we could get Republican legislatures to actually do stuff, then you got the lawsuits. And then the governors don't want to sign it because they're scared of the lawsuits. I don't understand what it's going to take for us to look the courts in the eye and say, no, if the blue states are able to steal an election and the courts say that's a state issue, then you better believe this is going to be a state issue. We got to slay that dragon. But I do want to mention one point before we bring on our guest, if we get to nothing else today. South Dakota is in the 8th Circuit, Federal Court of Appeals, 8th Circuit. That is by far the most conservative circuit. If anything, I'd actually want to have a court case. I'd want to get it because, yeah, other circuits are are bashing these bills, but the A circuit is where you're most likely to get a favorable ruling. So actually, she could be a hero and get this to the Supreme Court. There's one thing if she was in the Ninth Circuit. Again, I think you should tell him to drop dead. But in this case, she's actually in the best, best circuit. So that's a point that a lot of people are missing. I just wanted you guys to, to hear that. But again, we got Jack Phillips in Colorado. A tranny made him bake a cake just to agitate, just to agitate. And now he's being taken to court. What did I tell you? Remember when all of our side was was saying, oh, the Masterpiece Cake Shop case was a Supreme Court victory, 7-2. And I said, no, they basically codified the fact that you have no First Amendment rights. You have to bake things and and write messages that violate your speech, your conscience. It's just in that case, they ruled that the Colorado Commission on Civil Rights went after him, like, you know, indiscriminately or discriminately more than anyone else. But it paved the way for more lawsuits, not just against everyone else, but even Jack Phillips himself. So that's in court now. States need to pass religious liberty bills. So... We could talk about that more as well. But before the day gets away from us, I do want to get to our special guest. Now, folks, as I mentioned before, the way the left thrives these days is really with censorship, but also with projection. So they block out anything that is damaging to their cause, or it would just... Waking up people to to the reality. Think about COVID and everything that if they would only know about the early treatment, if they would only know about all the data with masks and lockdowns not working, if they would only know about LA having 50% of the people having antibodies despite everything they've done, but they don't know, and it's for good reason. Like a door opened a crack Amidst darkness, a little bit of truth is enough to shed that light, sanitize, sunlight always sanitizes a dark area, and educate people about the truth. That's why despite them controlling 
all of corporate America, every NGO, all of academia, all of research, all of the medical industry, all of healthcare, all of everything. They can't have anyone telling the truth. Their views cannot coexist side by side with a dissent that is even one one thousandth the size of their megaphone. And for good reason. And folks, that's one thing. The second thing they do is projection. If you want to know what the left is engaged in and doing and promoting at a given time, just watch what they're accusing our side of doing. That's what they're doing. And nowhere did we see both elements of censorship and projection come together than with the Hunter Biden scandal. Obviously, in general, the media, corporate America, and politicians that control the electoral process worked together and colluded to steal the election. Even if you didn't have the election law changes they made, and even if there weren't other problems, but that alone is really how they influenced the election. More than even the bias that they threw at Trump was the obfuscation of blocking all negative information about Biden. But the information they blocked wasn't just any information. I haven't covered the Hunter Biden scandal much on the show just because we've had so much going on, the election stuff, COVID, um, obviously now the, the border. But this is really important from a number of angles. They spent four years engaging in the ultimate form of projection against Trump that he was a foreign agent, that he had family dealings that compromised his legitimacy, putting America first. But as it turns out, this whole impeachment started over Ukraine, and really what we learned from Hunter Biden's laptop is that he's the one who had dealings in Ukraine that compromised his father's ability to actually serve America. And what's even worse are his dealings with China. The media couldn't allow that to come up, so just like they're doing with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, masks, anything about COVID, they put a complete blockade on the story. So the important thing is, you might think the election is over. Well, it is, but Biden has almost four years now to damage America with his policies. Well, people need to know where he's coming from. And... His legitimacy needs to be put into question, just like Trump's was really for all four years. So there's a producers, the same producers, if you remember, who are behind the Gosnell film that was so successful at the time. And it really spawned a lot of legislation in states. I mean, courts messed with it, but you know, it did spawn a lot of legislation. Well, they're out with a new film. And it, it's going to take a couple more months to to uh, complete. And you guys really could be the difference here in helping them raise funds. Because you can imagine, this has to be done like a non not-for-profit venture. Okay? There's censorship everywhere. Certainly in the, in, the, in the filmmaking industry, you're not going to get away with this without our side helping this out. Fila McAlee, our guest today, is a New York Times bestselling author, veteran investigative journalist, but he's also a filmmaker and a playwright and one of the world's most successful crowd funders. His most recent feature film, Gosnell, the story of that Pennsylvania abortion doctor, Kermit Gosnell, ABC described him as America's biggest serial killer. Well, it was Phelan and his people that helped expose this 
with their film. Well, they're at it again with a film, My Son Hunter. So if you guys want to go and help out, they are our sponsor for this month, mysonhunter.com, to help them produce this. Now with us today to find out what is going on with the film and really to educate us on the severity of the Hunter Biden scandal itself is none other than Phelan McAleer. Thanks so much, Phelan, for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me on, Daniel. It's, 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 it's one of the, I think it's one of the most important projects I've ever worked on. So that's what I want to get into. Before we get into the film itself, I want to talk about the logistics, how something like this even works with Hollywood being 100% on the other side. But I really wanted to do a show on the Hunter Biden scandal and I figured you're probably the best person to do this, so we'll kill two birds with one stone. Let's make this clear. This is not just about salacious stuff, that he had a son who's kind of a playboy and is into all sorts of you know, hedonistic behavior. This is a national security issue. Could you go through some of the top elements and concerns of what we know and what we suspect and what needs to be investigated? Yeah, I mean, look... I'm glad you made that point. Look, we're, we're not making, we're not going to be making, we're not making this movie or making fun of Hunter Biden because he's an addict. I mean, God knows, as you can probably hear, I'm, I'm Irish. So, you know, I can't be all prissy about addicts and alcoholics because uh, we, we practically invented the, uh, the idea of alcoholism in Ireland. So, you know, it's, this is not a making fun of an addict story. This is a story of corruption. This is a story of a, the son of the vice president and now the son of the president uh, having this colorful life, and I'm talking really colorful, uh, and then becoming on the board of, of, of an international oil and gas company facing corruption accusations in the Ukraine. This is about a guy who was then chosen to head up a Chinese-American investment fund with $1.3 billion dollars. This is a guy who was given a diamond ring by a Chinese businessman worth $85,000. This is a guy who, along with his uncle, Joe Biden's brother, was given $100,000 to go on a spending spree uh, by, by another Chinese businessman. This is a guy who uh, was awarded uh, business with the mayor of Moscow's wife. $3 million was sent to him by the mayor of Moscow's wife. You know, if any one of these things have happened with Donald Trump or Donald Trump's children, everyone would be in jail now. Everyone would be impeached. It would be wall-to-wall coverage. But the media, not only did they not cover this story, they actively suppressed this story and attacked reporters for carrying it. And big tech suppressed the story. I mean, this is a scandal. This is why we're making the movie. Because, I mean, it's a great, great story but it needs to be told. The truth needs to come out. Now, obviously, normally we would say the Department of Justice needs to investigate this, have a special counsel like they did with Trump, but obviously uh, Biden's not going to investigate himself. Um, And unlike with Trump, you're never going to have your own side force you to, to investigate yourself. So this is why you need this to just take it straight to the public. Um, Let's start with Ukraine and Russia. So obviously that was the foundation for Trump's impeachment, that somehow he um, withheld foreign aid to Ukraine as a pay for play, which is kind of funny. It's, you know, not giving foreign aid is is a a scandal now. (laughs) That in itself was always a funny aspect of this. But he's the one with all these family dealings and everything. 
So it turns out that I, I, you couldn't make this stuff up, that it's, it was actually the guy running against Trump who had all these connections. So could you go through some of the specifics of what we know from what we've gleaned from uh, Hunter Biden's laptop with his connections and how that could no, possibly uh, compromise, uh, you know, uh, well, yeah. I, mean, I, I, I want to I stop you there. I mean, a lot of this is not from his laptop. A lot of this is from a, the Senate report, but also Hunter Biden gave an extraordinary interview to the New Yorker in 2019, where he admitted all this in August 2019. I think what he was trying to do was clear the air and have it out there, and then the media will say, oh, we covered that hmm. in 2019. But he admitted to being on the board of... He admitted to going to the Navy, and on the first day of turning up for the Navy, uh, being expelled because he had so much cocaine in the system that, uh, that you know, he had more cocaine in the system than the population of, of Colombia. You know, he, uh, he was immediately thrown out. This is a guy who's been in multiple rehabs. This is a guy who went to rehab here, but met a homeless woman at the front door and said, rather than going to rehab, uh, he would go off and live with this homeless woman. I mean, this, you know, and, and, and Hunter's excuse for having all the cocaine in the system in the Navy, he was in a bar and he needed a cigarette and he didn't have one. And two friendly South Africans gave him a cigarette that was laced with cocaine. Um, you know, as you, as you often find, people give away their cocaine for free to complete strangers. So... This is a this is the guy who these are these are his stories, and then he is the person that Burisma, this this oil and gas corporation that is under the spotlight for corruption. Uh, these are the guys who they they search the world and they decide that Hunter Biden is the guy who needs to be on their board. So this this is not from the laptop. This is all from an interview he gave in, in 2019. This is all public knowledge, but it's not public knowledge because the media has never covered it. So it's, it's, if, if, if Donald Trump's children had done one-tenth of that, it would be a national scandal. As it is, the media have, have not only not covered it, they've, they've suppressed it. This is why we're making the movie. This, is, this is movie is as much about the media as it is about Hunter Biden and the corruption of the, of the Biden family. I suppose it's a question of is, is this the Biden family or is this the Biden crime family? And, you know, and the movie is a perfect way to cover this story because, you know, this is a great, uh, this is a great story, by the way. This is a great movie. It's like, you know, it's got exotic locations, attractive women, strip bars, uh, you know, <laughs> Ukraine, um, all that. And so we're, we're making a movie with actors uh, because this is, you know, this is like Austin Powers meets, you know, King Lear with a bit of House of Cards thrown in. Uh, it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful story that needs to be told, and a movie is the best way to tell it. But of course, big tech and big media don't want it told. Big Hollywood don't want it told. So that's why we're crowdfunding, just like we did with Gosnell. And uh, you know, we're going to get around the gatekeepers, get around the, the, the big Hollywood, get around the establishment, and tell the truth because there's a real hunger for the truth out there. I mean, we've only been open about a week now on the crowdfunding. Already, we've raised. I think $400,000. I mean, people want this to be told and they want to help. Sure. And and again, this lies at the nexus of everything that was thrown at Trump. It truly is remarkable how you could have four years of Russian collusion hoax. And then the guy who runs against him has everything they accused Trump of, of doing in his family. And it's, it's like a blockade, no fly zone. 
And again, we're, we're seeing this on every issue that if people would only know, I love the way you explained it. You, you know, you didn't like I was focusing on, on Hunter's laptop and you're right because it's not even the part that you need a criminal investigation for. You need more to, to know a little bit more how, how deep it runs. It's what's already open source. It, it's kind of like I'm, I'm always on the show every day yelping about other issues and say, look, you know, this is not secret information I have. You, you could find this information on COVID. You could find this information mm-hmm. on lockdown. And you could find this information on on the election fraud, but you know it's just if it's not piped into people's brains on their Apple News and you know all the things are readily readily available on the algorithms, they they just don't see it. So if they don't see it, it's out of sight, out of mind. Is that is that basically how this story worked? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this as you say, this is this is from Hunter Biden's own mouth. This this actually happened. He did get an eighty five thousand dollar diamond ring from from a Chinese businessman. He was he and his uncle, he and Joe Biden's brother, were given a hundred thousand to go on a spending spree by another Chinese businessman. He flew, he, you know, he was involved in a Chinese trip with Joe Biden. Uh, a few days later, the Chinese company he was working with got a license to to operate in the United States. The company was worth one point three billion. In investments, it was an investment company. You know, these are all facts. The mayor of Moscow uh, sent his company three million dollars for investment. This, you know, this is this is the new way you corrupt people. You don't give the money direct to Joe Biden. You give it to to their son, to the to his family. And don't forget, you know, then you go then you go to the laptop, and and in the laptop there's a message saying we need to cut the big guy in for ten percent. Now. No one's ever challenged the veracity of that email. No one's ever challenged mm. the accuracy of that email. And, and other people copied in the email have said the big guy is Joe Biden. Now, no journalist has ever yes. asked Joe Biden, "Are you the big, who is the big guy? And, and, have you asked your son who the big guy is? So, so that's really where the investigation would need to go, <clears throat> that it's inconceivable if this runs this deep, that it wouldn't go to the father himself. You could have corrupt sons, and politicians do, and it doesn't necessarily taint them. But in this case, so obviously in December it came out that Biden um, had a letter, um, wrote a letter to uh, the CF, CEFC chairman Yi Jiaming in 2017, and were basically urged the guy that this who's he's deep ties to the Chinese Communist Party to wire over ten million dollars to quote properly fund and operate um, a joint Biden venture. And he said, "I hope my letter finds you well. I regret missing you on your last visit to the United States. Please expect accept the best wishes from the entire Biden family as well as my partners." And basically, in the letter, he noted how Tony Bobulinski. Right, the Biden business partner that's now the whistleblower requested the $10 million transfer from Yee's Associates. He said, I would appreciate if you will send that quickly. Um, <laughs> that's what Biden wrote. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, yeah. so so this is worse than you know what's going on in Ukraine and and uh Russia. I think yeah. what everyone in America yeah. is concerned about is China. How how deep do the ties run based on what we know? Well, I mean, you know, if only we had a, a media who would ask those questions uh, and, and pound, if only we had a preening media that could pound the presidential spokesperson at every opportunity, you know, like they did with Trump 
I mean, you know, but we don't have that. In fact, we have a media that actively suppresses and sneers at anyone asking these questions. And this is why we have to make this movie, uh, you know, and, and this is why we've had the response we've had. I mean, you know, it's amazing. We've had many thousands of people now contribute to this movie. Like Gosnell, we had 30,000 people mm. to make the Gosnell movie. I mean, that, that, that was unprecedented. That was unheard of. And we're, uh, we asked for two points. One million for the Gosnell movie. We're asking for two point five for this one because you know things are going to prices have increased. And we want to make a better movie. We're going to film it in Serbia also uh, because it's going to be a lot of it's going to be set in Ukraine and you know uh, Serbia has a lot of um, I believe a lot of strip bars and beautiful women and no movie about Hunter Biden would be complete without strip bars and beautiful women and uh, you know. It's going to be a fun story, but it's going to cover a deadly serious topic. And I think that's the way we want to get people who, who maybe are not that interested in politics to watch this. So it has to be, mm. it has to have an Austin Powers kind of <laughs> uh, drama to it, uh, feel to it. But it also has to have the House of Cards, the serious, truthful parts of the movie that will bring this home to people. And, and you're going to cover the Chinese angle in, in the video? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's hard to know which is the more serious, the Chinese or the Ukrainian or the mayor of Moscow, or yeah, it's it, it's it's hard. You know, we're 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 it's 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 a it's it's a wealth of riches. You know, it's, it's, it, it's we're overwhelmed with the great stories. Uh, it's the problem with the movie is we're going to have something's going to have to give, <laughs> and we're going to you know, or the movie would be five hours long. So it's 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 an amazing, amazing story. Yeah, and, and this is where people like me don't have the talent to do it. You know, we're always focused on the policy, the legal side, but you need an entertaining way to drill this in people's minds, which is what the other side always does. So one of my one yeah. of the things I'm fascinated by is how do you put something like this together? In other words, it's hard to go after sacred cows of the left. Um, even in more neutral territory. But when you're dealing with the entertainment side, it's almost exclusively run by those very elements. Where do you get actors and, and, and staff to work on this from? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people uh, in Hollywood who are conservative, but they just keep their mouths shut because uh, they want to work. And they, want, they don't want to be also attacked. They don't want mobs their house. I mean, we've had, we work, we've had so many jobs like, We've had editors of our films who used false names. We've had backroom staff who, who, are, who aren't named in the credits or have false names in the credits. And, you know, because they want to work again. And so, so a lot of people work anonymously. Some people just don't care. They say, screw it, I'm going to do this. This is a job. Some people are out and say, this is the kind of, I'm tired of, of, you know, I mean, it's 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 truly shocking how it behaves now, how it works in Hollywood. I mean, used to be actors and actresses did the five did a, would do a workout in the morning before starting the job. Now the workout, you know, uh, certainly up until recently, the workout was the ten ritual ten minute rant about Trump or half hour rant about Trump that everyone had to agree with. So everyone then, you know, so if you if you didn't agree with that, then you you shut up and 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 kept your head down. And that's the way it is. And so people are tired of that. So people want to work on something truthful. They want to work on something meaningful. So there are lots of great uh, talent out there. And, uh, you know, but the, the, the big key to making any movie is, is raising the money. 
and, and raising sure. the finance. There's lots of ideas out there, lots of talent. So that's why we need, you know, and your listeners have been wonderful, actually. A lot of them have been writing to us saying about time, and they were so glad to be part of this. Yes, again, it's mysonhunter.com, and, and, and remember, they have a, a track record. The Gosnell video was, was just unbelievable, basically taking things that we know are going on but making them accessible to your average person so it's not just you know the hardcore, really well-researched people like this audience. Um, you guys could, could really help get this off the ground. Now, let's say, um, Phelan, let's say this is a – uh, successful, you, you you get the green light, you have the resources. Could you talk a little bit about the timetable and then also the distribution, how this is going to happen? Yeah. Because remember, typically if we write an article about Facebook censoring us, well, Facebook will censor that article. So like likewise, everyone's going to try to censor the film about the censorship. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so... If we can raise the money, and that's up to your listeners, really, uh, we, you know, we will have, we will be filming in Serbia in the summer. Um, now, we, you know, there's other places we can film also, and we're keeping that in our back pocket. But, uh, and then we, we'll come home, do an edit of two, uh, two months or so, and we want to have it out in the fall. We want this movie to be out in the fall. That'll be our ambition. You know, it's, it's a very quick schedule, a quick turnaround. But, you know, that depends on, on the people out there. We, we, I want to get this out this year. I really do. because, And we're going to put it out for free on the, on the web so that there's no barriers to entry. People can see it. Uh, uh, and uh, we're going to put it on YouTube. And if they ban it, we'll, we'll set up our own server. We'll put it on Rumble. You will get it. You will mm. have free access to this film because it's too important not to have that. Exactly. So, again, this is not a moneymaker at all. It's literally a a not-for-profit venture, a service for the entire world. And and the China thing really yeah. scares me because, again, we've covered the COVID stuff, and, and it's shocking how our government follows everything China tells them to do um, on the virus, and people need to know how close that connection is, uh, that they will literally do things that are detrimental to this country at the behest of, of their Chinese puppet masters. So people need to know the ultimate foreign collusion is taking place right now. It's not just, oh, you know, the election, it's already lost. It's, you know, all these policy fights that that um, weakening his legitimacy um, and his reputation as representing America un- in, 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 a, in a way a president should, that's still on the table every day. So the earlier, the better, oh, yeah. you know, for you to get this out. Um, totally. What What is the, just, final question here, when you have this video, this film out, typically with any film, and it's the same thing with any audio product, any written content, there's typically one bumper sticker message you want to evince from that piece of information you're trying to disseminate. What would be your top-line message that you're trying to get out from this? That's a good question. I know for the Bidens, the family comes first, and but the question is, is it the family or the crime family? You know, um, and I, you know, and I'm glad you mentioned this is a not-for-profit. I mean, so your any donation will be tax deductible. But yeah, but you're right. You know, it's it's this is a crime family. This is a this family is up to their necks, and and not just in city hall corruption. This is corruption. This is apparent corruption, alleged corruption, with the governments of China, the governments of Russia, the governments of the Ukraine. I mean, 
government-controlled entities. And this is this should be worrying to any person, any American. It should also be worrying to any journalist. But uh, you know, this is a story about the, the corrupt politics, but also a corrupt media and a corrupt big tech. And that's why we're going around these gatekeepers and, and making this movie. And it's going to be a movie with actors. And we have Lawrence Fox, who is a British actor. People might know him from the the, the Netflix series Victoria, where he played Lord Palmerston. Uh, He's, he, he's considering playing Hunter Biden. We're in talks with an Oscar-nominated actor to play Joe Biden. I can't say who it is at the moment. Um, you know, so we are, there are real people out there who want to tell this real story, and we just need your help to make it happen. Perfect. So you can go to mysonhunter.com uh, to donate, and then where could people go if they want to get in touch with you? My audience likes to engage, ask questions. Is there anyone fielding that um, from your... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, write, they can write to us through, through mysonhunter.com. Okay. There's a place for contacting us. And we see everything, and we respond to everything. Well, folks, this is the only way to get out the truth. We're going to have to fight this information war. We're, we really need to do this on a bunch of other issues, but this, I think, is is very telling because, again, as, as Philem's saying, it's not just the, the foreign collusion and being uh, totally corrupted by foreign governments that are not at peace with us, but it's also the the corruption of the media the the fact that they will go to such lengths to cover up not just a really big scandal but a scandal that they spent four years projecting on Trump uh, and that really reveals to to the public that everything they say has to be taken with a grain of salt and you know if we can get people to stop trusting the media we win that's really where this is all all about. Um, Phelan, please come back and keep us updated when you get to the next stage. And uh, my audience is certainly going to deliver. Thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Daniel. It's, it's been great. And, uh, and uh, let's make a movie. Let's make a movie. That's what we need to do. We need to go where we haven't gone as conservatives. And I think this is where it's at. Good luck. God bless. And we'll speak to you later. Man, folks, imagine if we did that on COVID fascism. That would be great. I mean, that's kind of abstract and hard because you don't have all the players, but I don't know if you have Fauci or whatever. But, I mean, this is the type of thing we need to do on, on everything. you got to make it accessible to people, and uh, it's something that people like me can't do, but this guy is talented at that. So I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed with their work and, and proud to partner with them. And again, folks, keeping people in the dark is the way these people operate which is what I'm dealing with with all these state legislatures. This stuff goes on when people don't even realize. Yesterday, we had, I have an article out, the governor of Arkansas. They got a 78 to 22 majority in the House, a massive majority in the Senate there, and they passed a bill to zero out the fines that were levied against bars and restaurants, and meanwhile, the governor vetoes it. Senate overrides it, but the House, you would think they passed it like three to one, right? Well, the governor flipped 29 Republicans on the veto override. This happened within minutes. The timetable was crazy. You know, the governor vetoed on Tuesday, and both houses had an override vote on Wednesday. How many people in Arkansas were engaged on this or even knew what was going on? This is why I'm trying to create these Liberty Strike Force teams.
to have standing committees of people that will monitor this stuff and activate people at a minute's notice. This is the this is what we need to do to fight back. We're in in an information warfare. Again, folks, there's a lot a lot of other stuff I want to get into tomorrow on the courts and the legislatures, religious liberty, the Christy Nome stuff. Also, how we could fight back on masks. So there's a lot more going on. There's there's more to delve into on the Boulder, Colorado situation. I don't think they're going to come after guns. I don't think they're that stupid. They're going to talk about it. Um, some ways I wish they did because that's the only thing that seems to motivate our people. You know, it's like all these state legislatures where they're all bought into COVID fascism. They're pushing constitutional carry at the same time. It's kind of bizarre. You know, how, how do we replicate the success of guns to make it that you cannot be a Republican not on board with guns? That should be true of the homosexual agenda. It should be true of the tranny stuff. It should be true of illegal immigration, of crime, of COVID fascism, spending. I don't know. You name it. But unfortunately, that's where we're at. We're at but this is the movement we need. Again, send the show around to all your friends and relatives. Sign up for constitutioncoach.com if you want to meet me and have the best handgun and defense training as well as constitution training with Rick Green out there in front of Nevada. Till tomorrow, God bless y'all. Stay armed, stay informed, and thank you for listening.